0: my name is rosie and i'm here with my husband and co-host jeremy as always um today is part two of the story i'm gonna pass over to jeremy to introduce introduce it properly um but thank you so much for being here we really hope you enjoy this episode um it's gonna get emotional but we really hope it's informative and just kind of i don't know it's our story anyway we're gonna share it enjoy
1: thank you guys for uh, joining us again uh before we start um so in October we are gonna be releasing uh, four special episodes one every Wednesday so this is the second episode Uh, if you haven't listened to the first one I would highly recommend to listen to it before we jump into it because we're gonna um, start where we stopped last time Uh, we are talking about our abortion in this one. Uh, So if you want to know what happened before that, why we're having an abortion, I highly recommend to listen to the previous episode. It will just make more sense for you. Um, Yeah, you don't have to but it's just be easier for for the story. Um, This episode is gonna be focused on the abortion. We're gonna start where we stopped last time. Uh, It's gonna be a really raw, Emotional episode, probably. Um, yeah, we're gonna go into detail about what happened during the day. So, you know, uh, I mean, it's not gonna be fun to listen. Uh, so, if you have any I don't know, things about that drama, whatever, maybe don't listen to that. Um, yeah, yeah, basically,
0: we don't want to trigger anyone. So, if yeah, you've yeah. lost children before, if you've had an abortion before, and you're still not okay with even thinking about it might maybe not be the best time to listen, don't <laughs> listen. yeah we don't want to upset yeah. people but if this is completely new to you it might be really interesting to listen to kind of know what actually happened yeah. so
1: um so in the previous episode we uh shared about our first miscarriage we shared about the second pregnancy and what happened and um we found out that our baby boy had a Genetic disorder and long story short, we had to decide uh, Whether to carry on with the pregnancy uh, or to stop the pregnancy. We decided to stop it um, So we stopped literally at the moment of Going for the abortion while going to the hospital. So that's where we're gonna carry on right now
0: Yeah, but before we jump into that something I want to talk about is um, so We went in on the Wednesday yeah. No, we went in on the Tuesday. On Tuesday night. Um, but on this Sunday, I believe, we did a pregnancy photo shoot.
1: Um, yeah, the weekend, yeah. I don't remember Sunday or Saturday, but yeah.
0: Um, so I know that I think some people found this a little bit weird that I'd done it, but then I kind of didn't really care. <laughs> Honestly, if you're, any, any, if you're in any sort of situation, do what is good for you. Do what's best for you. So I thought, do you know what, I'm, I'm pregnant. I want to enjoy this. I want to make the most of it. Even though we are having an abortion, I still want to remember how pregnant I was and how big I was and just celebrate it because we were so happy to be pregnant we were so happy to have him and we felt so lucky to have him for as long as we did yes we had the abortion but that doesn't mean that we loved him any less than we did any other pregnancy or we would have done had that not have happened so we still wanted to celebrate him so we went into some fields where basically when we got married we took some photographs in the vineyards and in front of a mountain close to where we lived so we went there just put on some normal clothes and I set up my camera on a tripod and took some photographs because I didn't feel comfortable asking a photographer to come and take photographs of a baby that was going to be aborted literally 2 days later so i did it ourselves and um they are some of the like most precious photographs we have i think because mm-hmm. it was just like it's it was such a weird place to be in because we were so happy we were pregnant and so like we just loved him so much but then in you know, we'd already signed the paper to say we we're going to have an abortion, we already knew that was going to happen, so it was such a weird headspace to be in, Um and actually a couple of days leading up to the abortion, once I'd signed the paper, it was so weird feeling him kicking inside of me, because it was like, I, like, I, I've said it before in the last episode, like, I loved being pregnant, I just loved it, I just, like, everything about it, I loved it, I didn't, like, I didn't particularly feel a lot of sickness or things no, like yeah. this.
1: You had a good pregnancy. I had a
0: good pregnancy. I was tired sometimes, but then, like then a couple of things you made, made like food-wise, made me feel a, yeah. l- a little bit ill. But otherwise, I was fine. I just loved it. And I felt so lucky and so privileged to be pregnant. And I remember leading up to when we went to hospital, whenever I felt him kicking, it was so weird. Because I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. Like, And I could feel him kicking, and I just felt so much love. But at the same time, I was like, stop fucking kicking me. This is killing me harder. Mm. Like... Feeling him still alive and moving around made it even more real that we we're about to end his life. Do you remember? Did you feel that as well?
1: Yeah, it was troubling. Um,
0: like in the like, I remember trying to get to sleep, I'd feel him kicking, I'd be like, Fuck you, stop. I'm trying to get to sleep, I'm trying to ignore you, I'm trying to get over the fact that you're mm. here, but then also at the same time, like, Oh my god, but I'm only going to feel this for two more days. Kick yeah. me as much as you want, like, it was such a weird, like.
1: Hmm.
0: Do you know what I mean? It was like I was enjoying it, but at the same time it was torture yeah, to feel like... Yeah, you Um trying to protect like, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: Um, so, yeah, we... I think originally we had an appointment for the Friday. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And they called us a few later saying that they had a, a sport. Cancellation, uh, yes. cancellation or something. So we could come in on a Wednesday. Uh, so we said yes, because, you know, I mean... Everything was signed, everything was decided, so we just wanted to get over with that. Um, so we got to the hospital on Tuesday night, so the Tuesday was the 2nd of May, 2017. Um, One
0: second, what was super hard actually was that my, pr- my parents had booked their flights for the Tuesday, thinking that we were going to have the abortion on the Friday.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, so they came Tuesday night, we went to hospital on Tuesday night, so they never saw me. Apart from at Christmas time when I told them I was pregnant, when I was like, I'm pregnant, but I'm not pregnant, pretend I'm not, blah, blah, blah. They never actually saw me pregnant, and I really wanted them to see me pregnant and to feel him kicking and things like this. But because we would then pushed it forwards,
1: hmm.
0: they didn't get that opportunity. And that's something I really wish they'd... Well, they wanted to come to hospital. I told them not to. I really wish I'd told them to come to hospital on the Tuesday night so they could see me pregnant. Hmm. Because I think then I thought, I'll just get pregnant another time. I didn't realize that would be the only time I'd actually be able to show them that I was pregnant. So, I'm crying already. <laughs> but that's something I definitely wish mm. had happened. I wish I'd said, come to the hospital, I don't care. I want you to see this.
1: Um, well, maybe before we jump into actually what happened, uh, we were speaking to Rosie before about like our opinion about abortion, because I'm pretty sure some people are going to judge us right now, <laughs> listening to that, uh, insulting us what the fuck are you doing and everything um, Wait a minute. if
0: that's where you're and at click off now. I don't listen I don't want to yeah
1: <laughs> I mean well whatever uh, we don't care about what you think to be honest um, but just my take about it I don't even gonna include Rosie she'll say whatever she thinks about it um, I've I mean before that I've never had an opinion about abortion to be honest because I th- thought that was just I don't know something that happened to other people and, and I've never really actually thought about it in a sense um so i didn't have much of an opinion before um now um what i think is that i mean oh okay i'm I'm gonna speak for me yes we had an abortion but and yes we decided it like we signed a paper to have it but believe us like we didn't want to have that you know we didn't have an abortion just because we wanted to have an abortion right we had one because the superconstances were what they were, and we thought that was the right thing to do at the time. But we do not you know, we we're not excited. But like, I feel like people uh, against abortion and stuff like that are demonizing people having abortions you know, how you can do that. Whatever. No one enjoys having an abortion. Okay, it's yeah, not no fun. Does it for fun. No, no one does it. Oh, I'm gonna have an abortion. Oh, I'm gonna be pregnant just to have an abortion. No one does that. Okay. You have an abortion because there is a reason. And you might not understand it. uh, But honestly, you've never been put into a situation like that. And you can think, you might believe that you're better than whatever. You are different. You would not do it. You have no clue, honestly. No one will go about that. But a lot of people say, oh, I understand what you feel. No, no one does. Apart if you went through that, you don't fucking have any idea about what it is. Okay. So... You can judge us on we care. But it's yeah, it's not fun. Like we we don't we didn't do it just because we wanted to, okay? Um
0: and it definitely wasn't an and, easy option. And and
1: it's not easy, uh it was fucking horrible, okay? So yeah. We decided to have it, but be me I wish things would be different. So yeah, we just want to say that.
0: And then my point of abortion is I always said, because from a young age I always wanted children, I always wanted a family and I always said I would never have an abortion even if I got pregnant at 15, 16, 17 with some random guy or boyfriend or whatever like I just would have kept it, I just would not have had an abortion. Like I, it's not that I was ever against abortions, I just didn't think I would ever have one and I always think it's up to the, you know, two things, I think it's up to the woman but I also think it's up to the man, I think men get left out of that decision a lot of the time as well. Um, I think it should be made by both people personally. Um, but ultimately the women because you're the ones actually giving birth. But I I don't know, I just I just never thought I would have an abortion. I just never thought it would happen. Yeah,
1: because it's something that usually happened to other people. Yeah. I mean, I never imagine you're gonna be one of them. So And I think so. the thing
0: the the problem with abortion is and the stigma around it, is that it's got people think that you only have an abortion if you were raped. Or that you only have an abortion if you're 16 and you happen to get pregnant by some boy and whatever, you're too young. Or if, I don't know, what are the other circumstances? Like basically if you're raped yeah, or if you're that, too that, young. That's
1: what we hear most of the time in the news and, yeah. and stuff like that. So.
0: But actually, there's so many people who get pregnant because they've already got three children... And they can't afford to have a fourth one. They're happily married. They love their three children. They just can't afford to have a fourth. Or because they have a terminally ill baby like we had that would not have survived. That would have gone through hell and back. So they choose to have an abortion. Like I feel like there's lots of different reasons to have abortions. And it's not just rape or young pregnancy. Mm. And I feel, like, I feel like that's something that people need to talk about is that. Or one night stands well. is about to think, oh, I had a one night stand, find out I was pregnant, or oh, have to get rid of it. Fine, do that. But that's not the only circumstance in which people have abortions. It can happen from a really loving place and trying to do what's best. It's not just an easy, like, solve a problem, easy get rid of out. it. Yeah, easy way out. Like, we didn't treat it as birth control. Like, you know, oh, shit, I'm pregnant, Let's just get rid of it. Yeah. So, yeah, honestly, I never thought I'd have an abortion. And even... But I never also thought I'd have three miscarriages. <laughs> like, you just never think it's going to happen to you. Yeah. I always thought I was going to be the person who had, like, three to five kids. was <laughs> pulling a funny <laughs> <new> face. <laughs> like, I always thought I'd have a big family. I always thought I'd just, like, it would be easy. I'd want children. It would just happen like everybody else thinks. I never thought I would, you know, it's been four years since our miscarriage, our first one. I never thought I'd have four years of this. Yeah. And we're going to talk about what's going to happen in the future in probably the last episode. But it's just it's mental; like you just never think it's going to happen to you, and it does happen to people. So, yeah, yeah that's so what yeah, I use. <laughs> uh,
1: thing before we wanted to say. Um, so, if you're still with us, thank you. <laughs> uh, now we're going to go into the not fun part. Um, so. Uh, we, we're gonna do our best, it was three years ago, and to be honest, it's not the thing that we are trying to remember on a daily basis, uh, it is blurry, because um, yes, it was always a shitty story. moment, so I'm gonna do my best to say I remember. Um, so we went to the hospital on a Tuesday afternoon slash evening.
0: Because well, you're so Jeremy's parents live about three hours away. Obviously, my parents live in England, they came, they arrived on Tuesday night. We didn't see them until Wednesday afternoon, yeah, evening. Yeah, cool.
1: Also, we just wanted to do that on hour one, we
0: yeah. But your uncle did. and auntie, so your auntie was there for the miscarriage that we spoke about in the first episode. And your uncle, they live about half an hour away from us, yeah. so he was actually the one that dropped us off. Um, and I remember just feeling so bizarre. It was like he drops at the train station to go on holiday or something, like it was just like, okay, I don't know, just. Uh, do you know what I mean? It wasn't like "bye, have fun." It was just kind of like, "Okay, good luck. See you tomorrow." Or,
1: yeah, well, I mean, I never know what to say in this situation. No, I know, so... but I remember just.
0: <laughs> no. no, I'm not saying it was a bad thing for him. It was no. just I just remember feeling so weird about the whole thing. Like,
1: hmm.
0: I don't know. Anyway, so we got there.
1: So yeah, we got there uh, to the hospital where we had all the previous exams in place. So um,
0: we knew our way around.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we got to the room um one other thing that i remember was like jesus that's a shitty room uh it's like an old hospital um in, in, marseille. in marseille uh like the whole thing is just old uh, as
0: in like there's chips in the walls there's paint yeah. falling off. there's like uh, rust and so stuff.
1: rosie had a hospital bed you know nothing fancy just what you can expect um and i had the mattress <laughs> <laughs> on the floor
0: we had to ask for that though didn't we
1: yeah, probably. I think but we had
0: to. I, I think though they were like, oh, "No, you have to go home," and I was like, "He's not going home. You have to stay. Yeah. Like, you have to stay here. There's no no choice."
1: So we had to. We we got like a this, <laughs> shitty mattress on the floor that was like peeing off and stuff like, like
0: worse that. than a blow up mattress. Yeah, that
1: was. Like <laughs> 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 um, I mean, well, they, they do what they can to be us. It's not their fault. Um, um, I mean, about the evening. Uh, we didn't have any tests, from I remember. Maybe you had a blood test or something like that. Uh, but we had a few. We, we saw the doctor. We saw some nurses. Um, one thing that I remember, and it's not specific about that, is that we were wondering what was going to happen because
0: we had no idea. Honestly,
1: we had no idea what happened when you have an abortion. Actually, you know, because like the
0: thing the, is, when you Google it, you either get a doctor talking about the actual scientific. Okay, this. You know, we give them this medicine. And then that happens. Like, there's no actual, like, first-hand account of what actually happens. And I remember I YouTubed it. I, like, searched in YouTube. Like, six-month abortion. Abortion at 26 weeks. Abortion. Late-term abortion. Third trimester mm-hmm. abortion. Like, there was nothing. No one, no one, no one ever spoke about an abortion this late on. And I was like, what the heck is going to happen? Like, I have no Like, yeah. plus, it's my first, like... So, I had the was My first time giving birth, which also was a whole thing... But, like, we had no idea what to expect, how long time frames were, yeah. what was going to happen, what to expect. Like, we just had so no So, I know idea. that we were asking
1: questions, but we didn't get... They get only give you basic answers. ...straight answers. answers. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I understand, in a sense. They don't want to scare you. They don't want to worry you. And they have, I mean, they have a lot of things on a plate, so it's complicated, but...
0: We missed something. Um, About a week before, ha- I think when I signed the papers, maybe the day after or something, I had to go and see an anesthesiologist. I hate saying mm-hmm. that word. Um, because I was going to have a um, epidural, so that's something I missed out. I had to go and see him, and they weigh you and tell you basically that you're going to have to. They just tell you what's going to happen basically, but I need to remember that because that happened later yeah. on. Um, but actually, what did happen on the Tuesday night? Um, this is where it's going to get graphic, guys. Just a bit of a warning. Basically, um, to induce the abortion, because I was so far on, I was six and a half months, so 26 weeks pregnant and three days, technically, Um, they need to invoke, I guess, contractions. And so what they... Provoke. Provoke, that was it. Provoke (laughs) (laughs) contractions. So, um, I can't, it must have been like 7pm, something like that. They, I think it was two or three pills that they insert into my vagina. And
1: so we have a nurse coming, uh, just sticking her fingers that. up there.
0: And this is gonna be, this is gonna sound gross, and I'm just gonna say it because it needs to be said. Maybe it doesn't need to be said, but I'm gonna say it because I, I really want to be super, super raw and super honest about what happened. Um, Obviously, when you're turned on and having sex, you're. Um, how do you say? I'm trying to say it, basically, it, basically, want. I was dry because obviously I wasn't turned on or bleeding or anything like that. So it was dry and it was awkward. And I had this woman shove three pills, I think it was, up my vagina. And that, for a start, was, I didn't know that was going to happen. I don't think yeah, that yeah, was not yeah. a good start for us. Hmm. And I remember that evening, we were like, we'd kind of go between like just feeling in a daze and in a dream and numb and didn't really care to then not that I didn't care it was just like really trying to just escape and get away from it or breaking down yeah there was no like I'm okay it's like I'm either just like dreaming
1: I remember we took like the iPad to watch a movie yeah naively thinking that we would be okay to watch a movie (laughs) in the hospital the day before it was
0: just anything to keep our mind away from that because it was so traumatic and so sad Hmm. if I'd have thought about what was going to happen the next day it was just too sad
1: yeah so they told us that we would start early. like They would wake us up at like 7am. Well, anyway, in hospital, you know, you get up early. Oh, I couldn't
0: have any food, could I? So,
1: yeah. Um no food or be- water. Because, because they never know what's going to happen, they, you know, potentially if anything goes wrong with any pregnancy or whatever, you could be having like um, uh, well, a, well, general anesthesia or whatever. Yeah. So just in case they didn't, Rosie couldn't eat until a certain time just in case Can't um so yeah we just spent the, the the evening night in bed i remember like i we were like cuddling in in this small bed um I, I, one thing that i really remember is that we were feeling him kicking quite a lot yeah. on this evening just thinking like this is the last night that's it um <laughs> yeah i really remember that um
0: I remember I didn't want to go to sleep because as soon as you go to sleep, that's the next day then.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we didn't see much anyway because it was noisy as fuck, like people screaming and nurses going up every hour because, you know, someone is beeping and stuff like that, so we just didn't sleep, honestly.
0: It's noisy, like hospitals are noisy anyway, and there's always the beeping of the machines and, you know, people walking around outside and taking notes and doors and food and whatever else. But I remember that night, I think it's like two or four in the morning, there was a woman screaming As in, like, screaming bloody murder, like, as if it was just awful. Like, she was just crying and sobbing, and she was just in so much, I think, emotional pain rather than physical Mm. pain. She was just so sad. It was awful. And, like, I was listening to that, thinking, oh my God, I'm having an abortion tomorrow. And all I can hear is this woman crying the hospital Mm. down. Like, she was just so distraught. It was just awful.
1: Because we were in a section of the hospital for, I think, what they call, like, difficult pregnancy. So, we were surrounded by people, by women, um, in difficult situations. Uh, it was not all about abortion, but it was like just a pregnancy that's not totally normal. So they have complications. So yeah. every everyone was pregnant and everyone was having Probably. some problems, different degrees, but some, something was going on. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we didn't sleep much, uh, so we woke up early in the morning, woke up, we oh, didn't sleep much.
0: did I have to shower as well that night?
1: Oh yeah, you had to shower with the iodine, beta- betadine, iodine the red thing, uh, to basically disinfect your body. I had body. To do and that. And I think again in the morning. Yeah, yeah
0: so before bed, I had to shower with iodine, which is like...
1: The red product.
0: Yeah, in my hair, so my hair was like everything awful, yeah. like just my whole body. And then pat dry it and then put on like a fresh robe. And then again, in the morning, first thing, yeah. I had to do the same. Um, yeah, just to... Just to disinfect, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. that again, but that's like, it's a small detail, but it's these small details that I didn't know was going to happen. So I kind of want to tell you as much as I can, just so you really get an idea of every single thing that happened, whether mm. it's relevant or not, it's still part of the story. So yeah, I remember having to do that in the morning. Yeah. Um, I wasn't allowed to breakfast.
1: No. Did we saw the... I think the psychologist came to say hi the evening, right?
0: Oh, she was asking she about came. how we feel. Yeah, uh, because they,
1: they told us that we would be seeing someone after uh, and I remember she came uh, in the evening uh, to say hi asking how we are feeling. Well, see, I don't think I've said much personally. Uh, but yeah, she came and said, okay, we, I'll, I'll see you in the next few days and stuff like that. Um, it's nice that they provide that because
0: I'm sure a lot of yeah, places don't.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the good point about the f- French uh, health system that We honestly didn't pay for anything. Something just to mention here. Um, Yeah, this is all. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't pay anything, and I mean, is it considering everything? Is it we were well taken care of? Yeah. Everything was good. Everyone was good.
0: I think I was really nervous because it was like a big hospital in Marseille. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to get like crappy doctors and crappy Mm. nurses. But everyone was so, so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I couldn't have asked for anything better. The way that they treated us was amazing um so in the morning
1: so yeah in the morning uh i got three
0: more pills at my vagina dry again which it's awful like she would say to me like okay i'm gonna start putting them in now and you just have to be like okay like fucking do it don't ask me like i've already signed the paper it was almost like i had to give my permission for her to do it but then like as she's doing it i'm crying so i'm knowing that that's what's gonna like the night before that was the start of it that was like you know up until that point i probably could have left and be like actually I'm not doing it yeah. even though I signed the papers but once they started the process by started putting these things in me that's when the process started for me so the night before and then again in the morning I had another two or I really can't remember if it was two yeah, or three I think
1: two yeah
0: um, um shoved up there yeah. again
1: and just for just in case just to explain so those pills basically create a, a, a reaction in a body and the body is going to start to have the contraction uh to
0: start pushing yeah bit. to
1: start pushing and to have the baby uh coming out because Yeah, you might not know that, but basically what we found out is that, to a certain point, uh, like, when you have an abortion early, uh, basically the baby is tiny, so it can just be extracted. Well,
0: the first one is a pill. Yeah, you can either have a pill
1: and it's basically just, you have period, right? Yeah, have a period, it'll push it out. Um, The second way, if it's a little bigger but not too big, they basically suck it out.
0: I think I don't know the I don't know the weeks. So we'll leave information yeah, in the description but, thing.
1: But basically it's like It's
0: like an operation basically. S- to yeah,
1: seek out. Suck it out. <laughs> uh but basically our baby was big in a sense. Because
0: um, I was six and a half months, yeah. but he was obviously a twelve. So you know like that's issues. like two thirds of
1: the pregnancy already. So it was big too big to have anything uh Easy. So basically, the, the 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 abortion was just giving birth to a smaller baby, but that was it was just giving birth. So that's why uh, Rosie had those pills is because she was going to give birth. Um, just to make that clear. Um,
0: so we had the so we pills. yeah the
1: pills, and then it took us down to the birth room. Whatever yeah. the name is, labor suite, whatever. It's yeah. Called. So we went. We were like on the top floor, and we. Went down somewhere in a room that was bright apple green. no oh, lime remember. green! Yeah, awful. Bright green. Uh, you know,
0: you're, you, like you there all You remember random details like that?
1: Uh, no windows. Really dark uh, room. Uh, just like a big bed in the middle, and then plenty of medical Machines devices and, around. Yeah. Um, like a big room, but yeah, no light. We really, this green stuff like that. <laughs> just weird environment. Uh, we remember this one
0: um well, you would think that I mean even if it was i mean it's already traumatic enough having an abortion, even if you were given birth, you wouldn't want to give birth in a bright green room <laughs> <Yeah>. like whoever <laughs> who decided who thought that would be a good idea <laughs> I don't know. horrendous
1: um and so basically the way um there are two steps to make it simple uh so there's two things the the first step was and i'm gonna say that as it is to kill the baby and then the second step was to get the baby out um so but to get the baby out it was gonna be done on a natural way so we didn't know how long it was gonna be uh because you know to give birth it takes a while especially when it's your first birth um so we went in the room between seven and eight a.m early morning and they told us it's going to take a while, probably. You're going to be there most of the day. But they didn't know how long. Like we, we They could not tell us, you know, it's going to be about 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, whatever. Um, we know it was going to be long. That's it. Um, a detail. I had my phone so I could be in touch with my family to tell them what was going on, uh, I which took- I did. So, yeah, I took my phone with me to to text them
0: but we also took like the ipad in case we want it. like we were just thought oh well, if we get bored, we'll stick on friends or something like it's just stupidly i don't know yeah, why yeah. we just we have no <laughs> idea what headspace we would be in what we would like i think you yeah. took like your kindle even i don't know it was just oh, like okay oh, we yeah. need to probably add keep a bag ourselves.
1: and stuff inside we were and, like we're
0: yeah. gonna be there for hours we need to keep ourselves entertained okay just pack some whatever
1: yeah just naive but so when we got in the room uh we saw someone dr nurse um and she Told us a little bit of what was gonna happen, like those two steps that you just described. Um, so the first step was to um, end baby's no, life. No,
0: first step was to do the epidural.
1: That was before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. But that was part of that. That was, that, yeah, that was part of that. Yeah. I need to talk about so that. So we, we had a lot of people in the room as well uh, for that. Yeah. So, so I
0: remember on. just laying on the bed, um, and. I don't know how many, like, so, so I had, I basically had an epidural so that my legs and waist area was numb, um, to help with the pregnancy, to help give birth. And I think for that, there was maybe like two doctors and like three
1: nurses. Cause they had some interns. That's some interns. Them. So were like, like the main doctor. And I remember them asking interns, like, do you mind if they
0: come and watch? I was like, I don't give a shit. Just stop asking me questions. Just do what the fuck you want to do. Don't talk to me. Like I didn't want to talk to them, did I? Like I just grunted at them a lot of the time. They're like, you okay? mm. Is she okay? Like, they kept having to ask, ask you if I was okay because yeah. I just wouldn't answer them. I just didn't.
1: There's one thing is that also Rosie is not a good hospital patient. <laughs> no, but like, no, no, but it's interesting to put a context also. Like, I mean, it's not a fun situation or anything, but like.
0: Even seeing someone else in hospital. Rosie makes going me feel to sick. an
1: hospital, she's sick just by stepping in. Uh, I feel faint. Like, like, she dizzy. faints and she has to stay just because she's fainting because she's in the hospital. And yeah, so even with not too much going on happening, so.
0: I was just doing my best to stay... You didn't help, yeah. Just to stay, just, whatever. Um, yeah, conscious. Yeah, honestly. So, um, yeah, so about two doctors came in with about three, nurse, um, three students. They were like, do you mind if they come in? I was like, mm, whatever, just literally don't talk to me, do what you need to do. Um, and then there was also, I think at one point there was about eight people in there, basically, is what I'm trying to say. There was a couple of doctors, a couple of nurses, a couple of students, just everyone was in there chatting and whatever, looking at me doing what I was doing. Um, and for the epidural, I need to talk about this because... My sister-in-law had an epidural for her first pregnancy, and she said, oh, you don't really feel it, it's fine. Looked online, you don't really feel it, it's fine. Well, I'm going to be honest, I felt it, and it was horrendous. It was awful. Um, everyone says to me, oh, you might feel a little pinch, but that's it. Now, let me tell you, I had to sit on a de- on, the, on, the bed. on the bed, bent over, literally with like my head on my knees, pretty much, yeah. I had Jeremy sat on the floor in front of me, so I was just holding his hands. I didn't even look at you, I don't think. I was just staring at the floor. Just staring at the floor. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to look at anyone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I just didn't want to be there. Like, that's the the theme of this day. I did not want to be there. It's the last place on earth I wanted to be. So I was doing that, and they give me one injection to numb the area to then be able to give the epidural. So that one I felt, and I was like, oh, okay. And then they give the epidural, and let me tell you, you feel it crunch through your bones in your spine and I can't tell you what that feels like unless you go through it and I feel like something else I want to point out a lot of people who talk about pregnancy they then have a healthy alive baby at the end of it so their experience is completely different to mine they're happy they're elated they're you forget joyous about the whole you forget about how inch. horrendous <laughs> the epidural is but when you come out of it and you're depressed and you don't have a baby and it's just the worst day of your entire life let me tell you all those bad details add up to one huge humongous bad day it's not just a little bad thing happened but now i've got the best thing in the world no a lot of bad things happen for the worst day of your life so I think that's the difference between when somebody who has a healthy baby tells you about yeah. epidurals versus someone that has to have an abortion afterwards telling you about it. So I felt the crunching through the bones of my spine and it was horrendous. I was just looking at Jeremy, I was just like, and he looked at me he was like, Are you okay? And I was just like, no, I remember I shook my head, didn't I? Mm. I was like, no, I'm not okay. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> um, So that happened. And I remember I had like a little button that if I wanted to press more of it, I could do. Anyway, hours went by and I'm laying on this bed. I think I fell to sleep a couple of times. I was knackered. I hadn't really slept the night before.
1: Yeah, we were pretty tired. But yeah, you had that, I would say so maybe 9am, between 8 and 9, uh, I would say. Um, and then they told us, okay, so now we're going to get ready to um, kill the baby. don't we really think they said that, but that's what it was. Um,
0: Basically, they give a lethal injection yeah. to the baby to stop his heart. Well, no. So one minute, let us go. Let's go back. So <laughs> okay. we have the epidural. I'm laying in bed, and it's the weirdest feeling because my whole legs are numb, and like she would poke me like on my feet, and everything is numb. And I was yeah, like, was
1: coming to tests, so because they, they, they wanted to do that when you were anest anesthetized <laughs> 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 um, so they had to come and check and poke you regularly to make sure that the the, the, the thing was, make sure it was enough so they could actually get going with the procedure
0: and you were like can you not move your legs and i was like no and he was like lift your right foot and i was like jeremy i can't feel it. i cannot lift it mm. do you remember yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway so that.
0: so no so we lay there well i lay there jeremy's like stood next to me the whole time absolute superstar um lay there and they start saying okay we're gonna we feel like you're starting to get contractions a little bit we think things are going to start moving soon so we're going to start prepping you um is that okay and i was like stop talking to me just do it um and basically they put jeremy at my end so up at the head and they put a big sheet like under my boobs basically up above so that even if i was to look up i wouldn't be able to see anything and also so jeremy didn't see anything yeah and I had a finger on um, a finger on my thing. <laughs> I had like a thing on my finger to check my heartbeat, heartbeat and blood pressure. But mm. you remember it kept not working? So then when I mm. So anyway, so that stopped working and they were like, oh, we'll just take it off for a bit. So they took that off for a bit because it kept like beeping crazily and distracting everyone. And then but it was fine. Fa- like, anyways, they took that off at one point. Um there was a lot of people in the room. I don't know how many people, but I was just I just remember laying there and just thinking, oh my god, like I just need to breathe, I just need to breathe, I just need to get through this, ignore it, pretend it's not happening, just just be somewhere else mentally. Like, I don't know where I was, but I was just not in the room. I just had to, like, breathe was my main goal.
1: Yeah. Well, I was here. I you, you, that. you were there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so Jeremy was stood behind me, he had his hand on my shoulder the whole time, and then um, the doctors came over, and they were like... um. I think that was midway through, actually. So basically, they'd started. They were
1: well. So we have a few people in the room. Yeah. Uh, so you have the nurse preparing everything, preparing the room because it takes it takes a while. So they prepare the room. They put this paper. They get all the tools ready, all the machine and everything. Um, so the the procedure. They were doing two things. Uh, they were gonna first take a sample of the amniotic liquid, so an amniocentesis. So they basically. In, um, inject a needle, in, yeah, inject a needle and, and suck up some liquid so that was to run some tests because the liquid contained the DNA of the baby uh, and because it was a genetic disease they wanted to run some tests on a DNA to, to have DNA tests to validate that it was this specific disease and, and stuff like that so they had to take a sample of that um, so that was number one and then the second was to um, have an injection uh, of a product to stop uh, the baby's heart basically so they had to inject it somewhere specifically so they were like scanning at the same time um,
0: which was such a weird feeling to
1: see the the image and they had to inject it somewhere precisely I guess around the heart uh, to inject this this product to stop the heart of the baby so that was what was gonna happen Um, and that was about I think we started about 9.30 no. ish. Yeah, because the, 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 the uh, I remember that the heart stopped beating at like ten, 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 fifteen. I so. didn't give birth till three. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about the. Ooh.
0: I didn't know it was that long. Honestly, I have no idea how long yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, I, I do remember it. Okay. So yeah, so the whole thing—I don't know when it started to get ready, but it was between nine and ten because I do remember the injection was like at ten fifteen somewhere. So yeah.
0: So yeah, so they were doing the scans, and that was weird as well because when you're numb you can feel the pressure but you can't feel the pain so it's the weirdest feeling like having people touching your legs and your stomach and your vagina and you can feel people pressing and touching things but you can't really feel it feel it um and they were yes yeah, so they, they told i remember they told me they said okay so we're just going to do the amniocentesis test
1: yes yeah, so so okay doing.
0: okay so we've done that that went well so we're now going to stop the baby's heartbeat like, don't tell me, like, I guess it's, I don't know if you want, you're glad you knew, well, are yeah, you? No, it's
1: good to know what's going on, I
0: think. Oh, see, I, did, I just didn't want to know anything. I was just like, just shut up, do it, don't talk to me, I don't want to know, I don't want to be here. Like, it was just, like, it was just awful, just being there was awful. And I remember halfway through that, actually, as they were doing the amnio, I think it was, the doctor because they'd taken this thing off me to check my blood pressure or whatever, the doctor came and was like, oh, um, are you okay? I didn't reply, so I said to Jeremy, is she Okay and I had to say yes and then they said is she gonna be sick and I said no and then they asked Jeremy is she gonna be and then you asked me are you gonna be sick and I said yes Mm. (laughs) because the thing with me is so I don't want to be a pain to anyone like I can tell Jeremy the truth but I didn't want to be a pain to the doctors and I knew they were doing their best and I didn't want to stop them from doing what they were doing I didn't want to cause trouble so if they were saying like are you okay I'd just say yes straight away even if I wasn't Anyway, it started fainting, and I said to Jeremy, like, no, I'm not okay, I'm not okay. And I was laying there, and I could feel like, I was felt like I was going to sleep. Um,
1: yeah, she was fainting, yeah, she was. could see your face was not there. You were but like you said that was really scary, white. didn't you? Yeah, yeah, you right, are yeah. like, white as fuck, like, transparent. <laughs> like, your eyes were, like...
0: What did you think was going? happening? Were you worried?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course I was. I didn't know what was happening, but you are saying, like, I'm all right, do yeah, I'm okay. No, I'm not okay. I'm not making any sense. Well, no, I was like, I just uh, need to have
0: a, did I say to you? I just need to have a sleep?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. think I
0: remember being like, I just need to have a sleep. I'm going to sleep. And um, Jerry was like, don't go to sleep. But I, up, I I up. do
1: remember telling her at one point, like, no, she's not right. Can we pause? Uh, and the nurse came on the side and and I remember that at one point, like, I we tried to uh, left, lift your well, your yeah, head no. up a little bit. Uh, turn your head and suddenly you've been sick. Suddenly you're starting to like, throwing up.
0: No, I so I remember well slightly differently. So they said to me, "Do you feel fine?" Yes, Jeremy said, "Do you feel fine?" No, and I was like, "I just feel like I need to go to sleep," and I was passing out and like wanting to sleep. Um, and then the doctor said, "Is she going to be sick?" And I said, "No." And then Jeremy said, "You're going to be," and I, I said, "No." So he said, "You're going to be sick." I said, "No," and I went, "Jeremy, I'm going to be sick." So they quickly ran and got one of the sick buckets, and they said, "Okay, you're going to have to turn over." But because I'm like half passed out, wanting to vomit, and my like everything from my boobs down is numb. They were like, Can you turn over? And I was like, No, I can't turn. So I had to get like, I don't know, three Just or four doctors. Ahead, yeah. No, they turned my whole body. Mm-hmm. They had to stop midway, literally as the needle, I think, was because they said to me, Can you hold on a second? We're literally injecting you now. I said, No, I can't. Like, I'm literally passing out. Like well, there's a doctor talk like a doctor next to my face basically saying, No, we need to stop now. She's not okay. And the doctors on the other side were like, well, no, but we're midway through. And she, the doctor next to me was like, no, we need to do it. She needs to be sick. So I had to have like three or four doctors like push me over, like roll me over. And I remember the one guy I literally grabbed onto his arm as if he was like saving my life. because I thought I was going to fall off the bed. And then I was sick because they managed to get the bucket in time. Mm. Um, and then took like a minute or two, rolled back over and they were like, are you okay to carry on? And I was like, yeah, fine again. Because I remember that, I remember I thought I was going to fall off the bed. I remember feeling how I was going to, oh, it was awful. So that was traumatic for both of us, because, like, I'd, I don't know, I just kind of spaced out, and it was just, I mean, I hate being sick as well. Yeah, I,
1: think I would literally like do anything you to you have, be... like, a blood test, like, you just pass out anyway, pretty much. So. No, but even, mm. like,
0: if I'm physically sick, yeah. I would do anything not to be sick. I hate being sick. I hate being at the doctors. I hate having abortions. I hated just the whole, <laughs> the whole day was just awful.
1: Um... Yeah, Zod describing everything, telling us everything that was going on, which was good for me, because I didn't have a clue otherwise. Um,
0: Yeah, they say like we're doing okay, we're doing this, we're doing that. um,
1: And, yeah, I couldn't see the other side, because the paper was big enough, so I couldn't see what was going on. I remember I wanted to look. uh, Yeah. Uh, I was just by your head, holding your hand. and uh, Stroking my hand. Yeah, just trying to make you feel alright. Um... Yeah, I was just worried about you more than anything at this time. Because uh, I could see you, like, not well at all, obviously, physically. Um, so I just forgot. And just, i like, okay, it's just. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember them telling, okay, we took the liquid. Uh, and now we're going to start the things. And I remember them saying, okay, we're scanning. Okay, we're going to start injecting. And and all that. And, and I remember when the... Because they are, like... A lot of people prepare the thing, but like the, the the thing was done by uh, a woman doctor, and I understood. Okay, uh, the heart stopped. Be, but I was like, oh. okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was it. Um, how did you feel? <laughs> I can't remember exactly, but not great, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, I don't know. The whole thing was weird. Cause at the same time, like I could see you like passed out there. So it was just like an overwhelm of emotion of like sadness and worried and like I didn't really know what was going on like I think it was like the adrenaline in a way just rushing like I don't even remember crying to as much on the time because no. um, because honestly I think like I had so much adrenaline in my body like by having to deal with what's going on plus seeing you on this bed and Thing like i need to stay aware of what's going on for her because uh, she's only talking to me and everything so i was like just like okay <laughs> i just need to do this like survival mode yeah it? like fuck whatever is going on fuck what i'm feel. like i just have to get through it um so i don't even actually remember crying at the time or anything or maybe a bit but like not being devastated on the floor i think I, you just killed my baby like I was, yeah, I was just like, okay, that's just step one and, and okay, we need to make sure this is okay and move on. Like, Yeah. I, I think
0: that's, I think, our experiences, even though we're both in the same room together, our experiences are so different.
1: Yeah, I I guess like, I can understand that. Like, you, you were focused like on yourself and what was going on. I
0: was literally breathing to stay alive. When, I like, didn't give a shit. I didn't
1: want when, to know. Yeah, when I was... Dealing with the situation plus seeing Rosie being this, I mean, honestly, like half pastel person on the bed. I was like, what the fuck is happening to her? Like, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was really confusing. A lot of things to deal with, a lot of emotion at the same time.
0: I just want to say right now as well. So, Throughout all of this, I feel like it was harder on Jeremy, and a lot of people don't think understand that, and a lot of people, like, after the abortion, we'll talk about this another the end of the time, but a lot of people afterwards asked a lot about me, but this is one of those circumstances where it was worse for Jeremy. Like, I was I was just in the zone and, like, blanked out, don't talk to me, don't look at me, I don't want to know, just do it, don't tell me what's happening. Like, I, I just, I was just, like, a zombie, Whereas Jeremy had to watch me be a zombie whilst also process what was going on. So he had like double the amount. And then I think that's the same also with counselling and with um afterwards and with everything. Jeremy had to do his version but also my version. Whereas I was only focused on myself mm. and just breathing and being okay physically. I didn't really... No, I didn't care. Obviously, obviously, I cared about how you were. No, but
1: you were not thinking. About it I, was the time. Just, it was I was just, I was just it thinking about. It wasn't conscious. It's, it's not. Yeah. I was just thinking about breathing, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically.
0: So it was so much harder for you having to see me go through that and also go through th- yeah, it yourself. Yeah, It
1: was like two things for me. Yeah. It was like the, the abortion itself, and dealing with you. Yeah. Because uh, I had to stay awake. I mean, awake. Like aware. Yeah, aware of everything. Because stupid, but like the language, like the, asking you some stuff you didn't know or whatever. So I had to.
0: Well, that was no really I to be try... there. Like,
1: I couldn't even, <laughs> you know, like step out or whatever because I had to explain stuff or whatever. Like, so I had to be.
0: I couldn't even think in English. I really, don't think like, in French my brain
1: <laughs> had to work to process shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was around between, yeah, 10, I remember something around 10 15. Uh, that's what I have in mind. Uh, whatever, 10, 10 30. Um, and yeah, so when it was done, the when they were done, they clean everything up put the things away and, and and then they told us okay so now we just have to wait for the contraction to get uh regular enough to, for me to be
0: dilated to, as well yeah
1: and to be open for the vagina to be open or whatever it is dilated <laughs> yeah um for the baby to come out for the actual uh birth uh and we're like we don't know how long it's going to take uh so i gonna take a while they didn't say it's gonna take half an hour for sure so, we, so it, it, it's gonna be long it's probably gonna be in the afternoon um but yeah we'll see um so they left i remember they told us like that you could go to sleep for a bit you could uh have a little nap or whatever no food uh, i don't think i had food as well maybe i had a snack in my bag that i had but i didn't leave the room much to, go to the bathroom or, uh or call someone i remember i was texting my family and and your family at the same time i remember Um, i wasn't
0: allowed water because um hmm. well i wasn't allowed food or drink from midnight and i had the like thing in my hand to give me all the nutrients and whatever but i remember just feeling so thirsty Hmm. i was like jeremy i'm dying of thirst like you need to get me something it's like you can't and i was like i don't care i'm so thirsty so you got like a towel and yeah, run it under oh the tap yeah. like when the doctors were out i was like quick run to the tap so you run to the tap got a towel she said that was okay, yeah. and like squeezed it into my mouth because yeah, i was just, just so keep thirsty your lips,
1: like yeah a bit wet and i could have drank an wet. ocean i was yeah. so thirsty so you you went to sleep i know yeah uh, i know they came back to give you all the I pills. pills i don't know me. if it was before after you said i, I don't the timing don't i'm not know. sure about it um, but I know that you slept, I, and I know that they came back eventually, I guess, to check how everything was doing, and they gave you more pills because it was not going fast enough or whatever. Um, not much happened for a few hours. I mean, I really don't remember what, like, like I, no, I, 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 can see, it. like, you were laying on the bed, you're passed out half awake, half asleep, and I was sat on a chair. Did you sleep? Next to you? No. no. <laughs> I had the clock in front of me. <laughs> I could see the clock. Um, Watching
0: the seconds pass.
1: And uh, yeah, I was texting your your our families uh, to let them know what was, gonna, what was going on. And I was just waiting there. No, I don't even think I was doing anything. I was just sat there, just waiting for the next step. Once in a while, the nurse came in, checking on Rosie, itching me, and and yeah we well, you know that things to do so we've been pretty much alone for a few hours and we didn't really
0: uh, talk did we?
1: no you're f- like phased out most of the time just saying uh, I was checking on you right like, are you okay whatever but, yeah I mean yeah wasn't much to talk about anyway to uh, be honest At this time we're both like, devastated and waiting yeah waiting for the thing to happen Um, and then Again, I'm not sure of the timing, but uh, eventually the nurse came again, midwife, probably very well, um, came again and said, okay, it's open enough. Uh, (laughs) It
0: happened quite quickly, I remember.
1: Yeah, suddenly it was, okay, it's time. Oh, okay.
0: Like they kept, yeah, like Jeremy said, I think they kept coming in and checking. And I feel like it was as soon as I went to sleep, someone would come in and check me and wake me up again. (laughs) (laughs) Typical. Um... But yeah, um, they, I don't know. Yeah, I remember they came in and were like checking how dilated I was and I'd had the pills and things like this. And I remember them saying like, okay, so it seems like it might be okay. Let me know if you have the urge to start pushing. And I remember thinking like, okay, that sounds weird. Um, and I remember I had one because the, construct- the contractions were getting stronger. Oh, yeah. No. And I remember I had one. And I was like, oh, was that a contraction? I kind of felt like I had to push then. Waited. And then another one came. And I was like, oh, I need to push. I need to push. It's mm. happening. And then all of a sudden, um, she was like, oh, God, okay. Quickly grabbed, like, a towel or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, and they put the things to lift your legs. On oh, you the put bed. my legs like in the... stirrups. Yeah.
0: Jeremy came next to me. And she was like, okay, baby's coming. You need to push. Well,
1: something I remember before that is... um. So during the time we were waiting, you were having like, say, small contraction. Oh, yes. Um, and so the, the reason they give you the epidural is, you know, like when you're in pain and you have morphine at the hospital in yeah. movies. Uh, people understand that. <laughs> um, and, you know, you're in pain, they give you this thing with a button. And when you're in pain, you just press the button and release the drug in your body so you feel better. And it uh, relieves the pain. It's like a painkiller. Um, so the that's the same. But... F- to numb the body to deal with the contraction. And I remember she was when they were coming checking, they were asking like on a scale of one to five or ten. Ten. Um how painful that was or whatever. And I think you you have a high threshold, I like you can deal with pain. So I remember you said all oh, like three, four, like low numbers, so it didn't worry much and stuff like that. But I also remember that when you're leaving, you're saying like, oh I'm in pain. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can mm. feel it. And I was like, just press the fucking damn button. <laughs> like, the whole thing is done. Like, you're going through that, like, so you don't feel anything. And she was like, no, 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 I don't want... Like, when she have headache, she doesn't take painkiller. She's just fucking stubborn for that. Mm. And, uh, and I remember, I was saying, like, just press the damn button if you're in pain, if you feel it. Like, I can't tell you, because I can't feel it personally. Mm. But, like, I was like, just... You don't have to deal with it. That's the whole point of dice you don't feel it. And, yeah, do you remember that, or no real?
0: Yeah, I do. And I remember... So like Jeremy said, I'm weird with painkillers and things. I don't take, like, I take a painkiller when I'm having a miscarriage, I found out. But otherwise, I don't particularly have them for for period pain or for headaches. I just deal with it unless it's...
1: 12 hours later.
0: 12 hours later. So I'm not big on that. But something I will say. So people said to me, if you have the epidural, like the doctors and nurses and friends, if you take the epidural, you won't feel a thing. So I was expecting to not feel a thing. Well, let me tell you, I felt the contractions. It wasn't, like, in the movies where I was, like, screaming and, like, howling and, benched, like, crunched over and, you know, in that much agony. But at the same time, when someone tells you you're going to feel nothing and then you do feel it, you definitely feel it. Hmm. I remember being like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is definitely pain. I can definitely feel the contractions. And I could feel them getting stronger and stronger and faster as well, like, closer, you know, closer together. Um,
1: but I don't want to press a button.
0: <laughs> well, so this... No, but this is the weird thing. It was, like, if I'm having an abortion I want to feel the pain but then at the same time I don't want to feel the pain and I know I'm gonna I keep contradicting myself throughout this whole story because I was just so 2 minded about the whole thing it was like if I'm I've just killed my baby I should feel some pain like physical pain I want to physically feel I want to physically feel myself give birth to him I want to be in pain I want to have contractions I want to feel it but at the same time I wanted to numb everything I didn't want to be there I didn't want to feel it. I didn't want to know it was happening I didn't want to nothing I wanted to feel zero Hmm. so it was such a weird like like yeah i'm not in agony but i can definitely feel it i'm in pain but do i want to feel it yes because i want to feel it because i want to know it's actually happening but at the same time i don't want to feel it because i don't want it to happen hmm. does that make sense
1: no but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i remember
0: yeah. just being like well i'm in pain but who gives a shit i mean i'm having i'm having an abortion of course i'm going to be in pain yeah. But then also, like I don't want to feel anything. They t- they said to me the epidural you won't feel anything. Ha- why am I feeling contractions? And I remember thinking I think I told them it was an eight, and they were like that's not an eight. And I was like, well, it's definitely not a zero. Yeah, I can definitely f- fucking feel what's going on here.
1: Yeah. yeah so yeah, awful. eventually it became strong and regular enough, uh, and the, the the need to push was there enough. So they were like, okay, this is happening. So they got things ready. It was only one or one two at meanwhile at end, yeah one, or just yeah. one yeah so it wasn't actually like too much to prepare like they put your leg up your legs up on, the, towel on the bed. And that was it. um yeah got a couple of things but it wasn't
0: because it was weird. too can, much going on it kind of went from like okay from 10 in the morning then you said until about three so what five hours yeah and then of, it was quick of nothing really happening of kind yeah. of like the contraction was getting worse and worse but it wasn't i don't know and then all of a sudden it was like oh I need to push yeah. so like i said mm-hmm. the first one i felt like i needed to push but i was a bit like was that was that it is that what she means we need to push mm. do i need to push i don't know and that happened again i was like oh yeah i definitely need to push now so she grabbed the um towel put my legs in stirrups. she came and stood by my shoulders and then she was like okay the baby's gonna come you need to push and i know this is gonna make me cry <laughs> mm. um one second just having a bit of a tear so uh, don't do that that'll make me cry more <laughs> don't show me the affection jeremy Um, no, so then I, so she said, okay, you need to push. So I started pushing and I felt him coming out and halfway through pushing, I just started crying. Hmm. I just broke down crying. So I pushed half, not even once. I pushed half a push, was crying, sobbing, weeping, everything. And she was like, you need to push. And I was just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do anything. But cry?
1: The thing is, you didn't expect... We didn't know that you would have to push. Uh, that wasn't made clear before. They didn't say, like, this is going to happen and you're going to have to... We said you're going to get And Again, birth, again it maybe online. it was just us being naive because we didn't go through that. But they didn't tell physically, like, okay, this is when you're going to feel you're going to have to push. Like, just you give birth to a, a live baby. Like, we thought he was going to, I don't know, slide down. I don't know, that's how... I thought it was going to happen, or at least that she would not really feel it. Um, yeah, I definitely
0: yeah. felt it, and that uh, was weird as well. Because, like I said, so the epidural was kind of wearing off at this point. Was it? No, it oh, wasn't. No, no. It, it was still no, it was still strong enough. But like I said at the beginning, I could feel people like you know pressing me when they were doing a scan or touching me when they were doing things. It was the same feeling. I could physically feel him come out of my vagina. There was no pain. But I felt it. And I hate the way that everyone told me you won't feel anything. Hmm. They should say you won't feel any pain. Hmm. But you will definitely feel the contractions. You will definitely feel the need to push. You will definitely feel the baby come out of your body. You will feel that sensation. Because that's where I was really misinformed. And I just thought I wouldn't feel anything because that's what I was told. Hmm. So that's something I wish was made more clear. Um, so yeah, I pushed halfway. And I just started sobbing. And she's like, you need to push again. And I just couldn't. And I don't know if she maybe just pulled him out. I don't know. I honestly... I, just, yeah, I was I just know. crying. I don't remember.
1: Um, but anyway... I felt liquid. And I felt him come out. The baby was out.
0: And then uh, she had to, like, press on my stomach. And she was, like, really, really hard pushing down, making sure everything came out. And I guess they were pulling out the... Um, placenta. The placenta and, uh, and everything as well. Yeah. I, I, li- I was just babbing, I don't have no idea.
1: Bag Whatever. Um, and... Oh, and before we get to... Well, so that was from my remember uh, the the birth was declared at from I remember it was 313 pm 3 313
0: pm yeah, 3.
1: 3, 3. that's when the baby was born um a few things before we go to the next step that's important um uh, so yeah so the baby was out and the they, they took, him away. took him away to clean him uh cuz obviously he's bloody and messy things you don't see in a movie um before we go to the next step so before everything happened um the week leading to the the abortion when we had all those meetings and everything they asked us um would you want to see the baby after the abortion do you want to see him uh because it's possible um so we had they didn't. This is just as a question, so we had to. Dis- that's something we had to discuss. Um, and uh, yeah, that was. A, I don't know. I didn't expect that. Anyway, so uh, I remember we talked about it. I personally remember that it was. A, it was not an easy decision to take. Um, I think initially
0: that? you were saying no,
1: weren't you? Yeah, I think I changed my mind halfway through. I think at the beginning. I went back and forth, but I was like, in a sense, no, because I just. I mean, I feel if I don't see him, it'll just be easier. Um, and stuff like that. On the other side, you know, it was like pro and cons. I think we. I wonder if we made a list, but in my head, I was making a list of pro and con. Like, I'm protecting myself if I don't see him, you know. I want to have this image in my head, and it will be easier for me to heal. I was protecting myself. On the we should see it. it was um it was like well at least you know i'll i'll see him i'll see what he looks like and and we can hold him and stuff like that so it was like yeah like a back and forth in my head i remember was that easy uh, i think you said yes pre-
0: um i think for me it was pretty easy it was just a yes straight away it was mm-hmm. like yes of course i want to see him yeah. because i would hate to have not seen him and then forever think Oh wonder what he looked like and I always wanted to hold him, I wanted to I also wanted to check he had six fingers and check he was tiny mm. as well. I wanted to see that with my own eyes. I wanted to see him, I wanted to hold him, I wanted to look at his face, I wanted like I just wanted all of it. Yeah. So for me it was yes straight when I remember you were like, No, I don't know because I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna remember his face and I was like, Yeah, but you're only ever gonna get this chance once. Yeah. It's not like you can decide, oh, actually, you know, a year later maybe I should Yeah, you know I maybe. Mean? I, like yeah,
1: I remember that was the thing that made me decide it was like at the same time another thing that I only have one shot and I can't just change my mind a week later and say oh actually I want to see him uh, and and I also remember the one of the doctors telling us that cause I, I, I remember being I think we were both surprised when they told us that was possible because I don't think we expected yeah but I remember yeah. the, the doctor saying it's actually most of the time really helpful and even if it's hard Uh, on the long run it's good to do it from their experiences from what because most of the time people are glad they did it uh, and they have people regretting that their entire life not seeing them so yeah we decided to say yes Um, and also something else that's going to come about that um, uh, about the name Um, so we I don't we had to, but I mean, we decided to give him a name anyway, because he was a b- little boy. Um, deciding a name was a <laughs> pain. <laughs> <laughs> it was easy for us, uh, for a different reason. Um, and I think we started discussing names even before we find out about the disease and everything. Yeah, we already had
0: two names in mind.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and then I think we decided, like, as we signed the papers, I think it was like, okay, we need to decide on a name as yeah. well, so that we have... Yeah,
1: because we wanted to have a name and everything. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, the name thing was hard because we wanted a name that you could say the same way, pronounce the same way in French and in English. Uh, we didn't want to have like a, a R in the middle, you know, like Rosie, Rosie. So we wanted to have our or th, it? parents, yeah, or Nathan, Nathan. Stuff like that, so it was a bit of a pain, and we had to go through many names. Plus, <laughs> we have different tastes in names. Yeah,
0: boys' names I find impossible. Like <laughs> girls' names, I've got five hundred. Boys' names I find it really hard, so especially yeah, to find names that we both liked as well.
1: So that was a, a long process. <laughs> <laughs> um So yeah, when they took the baby out, she she said, uh, "Can I say yeah.
0: something actually?" So when when I was sobbing and crying and pushing the baby out, before we move on to the next step. I remember something that like the thing that broke my heart the most was how do you know like on TV shows and films whenever they give birth you hear the crying of the baby straight away and that means it's a healthy baby and all I wanted to hear when I was pushing was the baby crying and I knew it wasn't going to happen but at the same time I was waiting for it and like once he'd come out even though I knew he was already dead because we'd literally just given him the injections a couple of hours ago like all I could wait for was that noise of him crying and for the doctor to be like okay baby's okay he weighs this much do you know like, like on films and things that's what yeah. you see and that's what you expect that's something that really stood out to me was that feeling of like just waiting from waiting to hear him cry and he didn't that's yeah. what really broke my heart
1: didn't think I knew that didn't you no oh yeah <laughs> that
0: was awful for me that was like a big moment for me yeah. this is the thing though like it's we have different experiences from the same experience it's funny how yeah. it's like
1: and again i, I like was I, I, I was more worried about you than anything at the time personally so
0: even at that point
1: yeah well yeah because you were like devastated and a mess on the bed and stuff like that yeah. so i was like oh, god so i was just trying to be there for you more than anything else
0: anyways so they took the baby away so
1: yes yeah, it's baby and so because of the decision we took uh they said i'm I'm gonna come back in a in a couple of minutes just took time to cleaning up uh measuring uh, waiting. they him.
0: said do you have any baby clothes
1: Oh yeah. So we they said, well, they said you have a name and you have any baby clothes, yeah.
0: We didn't even know we had to get baby clothes. No,
1: we didn't, no one told us that. I didn't even
0: think about that. Like we had no idea, mm. and even I looked afterwards. I remember I looked a couple of months afterwards, and there are companies that have clothes for premature baby and also mm. late-term abortions. So you can get them like tiny. Because t- I thought even if you get something that's for newborns, yeah, it's just kinda- <laughs> he's six months. Um old pregnancy wise but he's also a dwarf so he's gonna be tiny 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 so i was like i'm never gonna find anything but i didn't even think about that so then like she was like have you got any toys or any you know teddy bears or clothes we were just like no and i remember in that moment i felt like such an awful parent i was like oh my god i haven't got him a teddy bear oh
1: no i remember seeing like (sighs) he's pointless (laughs) releasing like in my head like it's a dead baby anyway. What the fuck do you want to give him a toy? Like we don't. like, oh yeah, that was in my head. Like
0: Well see for me, but when yes, I agree with that. It's it's a dead baby, they don't need a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. But at the same time when she said when she asked us that and I said no, I thought, oh my gosh, she must think we're so awful. We just don't give a shit. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so she went and she took some like footprint impression things that they give you. Yeah.
1: So the, this yeah, we told us a name, how to spell it. So Put his name, name on a little wristband thing, sp- didn't he? Louis. Um and yeah, they did like a little card, um, and she came back a little bit after, don't know how long, uh, saying okay, I can leave it to you. Uh, Not I, it, him. I can, <laughs> yes, <Yeah, sweet laughs> baby. Um, I can leave him for a little bit. Um, you can take pictures, whatever. She Said I like, feel free to do what you want, and and I think she should like knock at the door when you don't know whatever. Um, so she came back, and yeah, she gave. Yeah, she gave him to you. Yeah. you first.
0: That was weird. <laughs> oh, she's going to make me cry. So it was... It was so nice to see him. Um, actually, when she came in, she said to us, okay, something I need to explain to you is because he's premature... Oh, well,
1: yeah. Something we didn't know.
0: Because he's six months pregnant and not... Um, nine months. Nine months pregnant, obviously. Um, He's... She said that some babies who are premature or that are aborted at this sort of stage have a different skin color. And I was like, okay. She was like, okay, so his skin is like a dark purple color. Don't be alarmed. It's very normal. You just need to know this before I hand him over to you because I don't want you to be scared. And I was like, I remember her saying I don't want you to be scared. And I was like, why would I be scared of my baby? That's such a weird thing to say. But I don't think we quite realized what she was saying or what was going on. Didn't quite get it. Nope. And then she came and she gave him to us. And he was literally dark purple, like, aubergine colour. Mm. Like, really, really, like, yeah. almost black.
1: Yeah. And not,
0: not like, black as in black skin, like, brown people. Like, as in, like, purple black. Yeah. Like, really like dark. Like, a really
1: dark aubergine, I think. Yeah. yeah. aubergine colour is probably the best stuff.
0: So, when can... she gave him to me, she sort of said, like, look, okay, he's got this dark skin, but he is your baby. He's still normal. He's yeah. still fine. Like, And, and still... she said,
1: but she, like, if you look, the ends are or, or, or white. Um and he was he was like just because you know have clothes, he was wrapped up into like a a, a blanket. But they would put some clothes yeah. on him. They yeah, it was a blue outfit yeah. or something. Well, they put something um like around a vest him, or and and then he had like a a blanket around so him. So They wrapped
0: him up, and he was in a big blanket, and, ha- and he looked quite big actually because he was all wrapped up in all these blankets, and he looked quite big, didn't he?
1: Mm.
0: And they put they gave him to me first, and I just cried. I don't think I even looked at him, and I was just crying. Mm. <laughs> and Then looked down and saw his little face. Um, I don't know. It was just
1: and we so we unwrapped him yeah well i just Uh, sat
0: there with him for a bit both of us crying like holding each other's hands and looking at each other and just like just just soaking it in basically just being like okay this is our baby boy this is him and then after i think we had him for about an hour in total after a little while we started to have a look at him because i was like i want to see his fingers i want to see he's got six fingers i really want to check that so i started like peeling back the layers and looking at him and like held his hand and I was counting his fingers and his fingertips and his toes and like half of his feet were white. Yeah. As in like white like
1: Like us. I yeah, remember. white skin.
0: Um, And it kind of mottled out. It didn't fade. It kind of like those kind of patches of yeah. white and the rest of him was purple. So his legs, his arms, his body, his face was all purple, but just the ends of his fingers and the ends of his feet were white. Yeah. Um, So we counted his fingers. We took some photographs of him. Yeah. We held him. Um... And the bit that like broke my heart, but also filled my heart with so much love, it was again a contradiction, weirdest thing, was when I passed him over to you, Hmm. (laughs) because oh no, because I passed him over to Jeremy, and Jeremy's never held a baby before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared of babies. (laughs) I don't hold babies. Like I don't do that. Like I think I helped you. I weighed like three months old, usually. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but even then you're scared yeah So, <laughs> I passed, like, Jeremy's never held a baby before and he's always really scared of breaking them or whatever and, pa- and he didn't know what to do or how to hold them and I passed him over to Jeremy and Jeremy just held him in his arms and you were rocking him <laughs> <laughs> oh god one minute <laughs> yeah that
1: was strange
0: and Jeremy was like looking down at him with so much love and you were rocking him in your arms as if he was alive, and as if he was, <laughs> as if he was just asleep or something. Hmm.
1: That's why he looked like just to describe it, he looked like like a baby that was asleep. Um, probably no difference Like that's what he was.
0: Yeah, because he had his eyes closed. We didn't see his yeah. eyes. And he had a cute little fat face and yeah. cute little nose, and everything about him was adorable. So we So I held him for a bit, Jeremy held him for a bit, and then I held him for a bit, and then Jeremy held him for a bit, and we'd pass him to each other and take pictures and we asked the nurse to take a picture of all three of us together and
1: mm-hmm. um Yeah, we took everything pictures like his toes, his hands, his feet, his face, like We got a few. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then you say an hour, I have I've no idea how long that was, to be honest. Uh, I remember she came a couple of times to check. And then I remember at one point we felt there was time because he was getting cold. I remember um,
0: Yeah, one of the worst moments of this whole thing, I mean, all of it was awful, but one of the most worst moments was my final kiss goodbye to him. Mm. I kissed him on the forehead. And I remember his head was cold on my lips. And that'll haunt me forever.
1: Mm. And I remember that was our thing. Like, okay, it's probably time to give him away. But we don't want to because, obviously, there was no return. So, um, yeah.
0: Something, can I, I don't know if you want me to include this. When you said that like, you spoke to him. Yeah, go on. So, like, the whole time I was... I don't think I really spoke to him. I didn't really say anything. Mm. And when you held him, you were saying, like, I'm so sorry, I love you so much. I'm sorry we had to do this to you, we wished it was different, and goodbye, and, like, you said goodbye to him properly, didn't you, and you said you loved him, and I didn't say any of that, which is relevant to say, because then, at the funeral I did, but I just want to, mm. so at the time I didn't say anything to him, I didn't say goodbye to him, and I remember afterwards I thought, oh my god, I didn't say goodbye to him, I didn't tell him I loved him, I didn't say any of this. Hmm. Are you glad you
1: did that, though? Yeah. It was not easy to come out. Because <laughs> I don't say that, usually. No, it was good for you. I'm not a big, uh... I love you kind of guy. <laughs> so, but yeah. I... I had to say it. I felt the need to say it. I really wanted to. I would have regretted it. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the midwife nurse came back, and uh, yeah, she took him. she gave us this little card with the footprint yeah. and a little <laughs> well, you know, usually when you have babies, they put a bracelet on his uh um with a name, so she attached that to the card, and she gave it to us um. And then we the, the, we stayed in a room quite a bit, because um, I vaguely remember we going back up around 5 or 6 p.m.
0: One minute, are you glad you saw him? Yeah. 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 Because for me, it
1: was... Yeah. In a sense, it was healing or... Yeah, like yeah, it bit. was helpful, yeah.
0: But it was also so... <laughs> but it was also so nice. Like, it was so... Like, it was obviously so sad, but it was also so, so nice to see him and to hold him and to see you with him as well. Like, I just really enjoyed it. And I know that might sound weird. I don't know. It was just, I really enjoyed that one hour that we had with him. Yeah. It was really special for us. So we ended up going back to the room. I don't remember anything about that evening, probably just crying. I really don't remember.
1: Uh,
0: oh, I do remember. I kept.
1: Well, I remember that so we stayed in a room a little bit just to make sure that you were okay physically uh that you're not gonna pass out or whatever so checking your your heartbeat your blood pressure and everything and eventually they told us that we could go back up uh in the room um which we did uh and you had some food and drink eventually yeah. <laughs> um so it was like i would say 6 pm ish from what i remember um on the 3rd of may
0: did my parents come and see us that day, or was it the um,
1: day after? I think they came the day after, I was trying to remember actually. Um, I, I have a, the memory they came the day after.
0: I think they wanted to come and I was just like, don't come, yeah. I want to see you. Yeah, that's
1: so what I remember. Because like I remember them thing coming during the day, and that was getting dark already, so... Um, yeah, we went back up, we had some food. Um, I don't remember much about this evening, I remember the day after. Um,
0: yeah, I don't remember anything about that evening. The next day, um... I mean, I guess we didn't sleep well, particularly. Yeah, the night
1: again. Like, so noisy, a pain. Um, yeah, it wasn't a good night, See, I remember we were, I remember we were just crying the whole time. I think mm. that's when I cried. When I saw that you were back in bed and everything, and I could just let go of... Okay, now, it's done. And
0: Yeah, now that I'm okay. Yeah, now you can I could just
1: <laughs> let go a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um... And then, so the next day, I think we just had breakfast and lunch. And I think I was supposed to leave after lunch. Um, Is there anything else?
1: Well, something that... um, About the the day after, the the Thursday, um, is, um, well, uh, when a pregnancy happened, you have to take care of some fucking paper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, your parents came. uh, And my parents gone no. away but yeah. I, I went with my uncle because I had to uh, declare declare the the birth and death to the city to get all the paperwork etc for the funeral and for our family book oh, call
0: like we don't have a family book in England I don't have one yeah. here
1: either
0: um, basically to say that we had a child and then yeah. we also didn't have a child
1: so uh, the day after I had to go to the town hall um and wait for a while and i remember that was the most awkward thing because you you know you so you you ask like yeah i'm here to declare birth technically um and so yeah you know the the lady at the computer was like oh congrats no he's dead i remember that was the most awkward thing i could remember face like oh i'm sorry i Mm. But see, she didn't know and <laughs> but I do remember that was like oh, and I, I remember thinking like oh that's gonna be the beginning of a lot of fucking weird situation conversation yeah. it's gonna happen again yeah. Uh, uh, yeah it took a while your parents were with you uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I had to do all this shit that obviously I didn't want to but uh, there's a lot to do when someone uh, well when there's a birth and when there's a death uh, so yeah I remember that Doing that on a day and coming back uh, to see you
0: I remember when my parents came in actually like I remember my mum just hugged me so quickly and so tightly and she was sobbing and she was crying because she was so worried about me and I just remember I didn't cry I didn't really because I was just so numb I was just so upset I didn't like I didn't care about me at all like I just couldn't give a shit and I don't know I remember that I remember like thinking like why aren't I crying I should be crying but I wasn't because I was just so numb from all the pain like I just was Mm. I think I'd cried too much at that point, I don't know. <laughs> so my parents came and I think I was due to leave that evening. Um, tried to walk and then like Jeremy said earlier, I pass out just because I hate being in hospitals.
1: No, we're supposed to leave the day after.
0: Oh, the day on the Friday. Yeah. And we stayed till the Saturday. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Okay, so I don't really know what happened on Thursday then apart but, from that.
1: Well, I mean, one thing I remember is that I helping you getting a shower. I had to help you. Like you could barely walk. You're really weak. Yeah. Uh, so I remember I had to, I like, uh, like, yeah, hold you like, to the bathroom, just go to the toilet, or to have a shower. Like we had a chair in the shower that you, I sat as I sat you down. You didn't even sit down, and I showered you. Um, I remember you're wearing this big.
0: Yeah, the bleeding. So they, yeah, they gave okay. you like big elastic kind of fishnet knickers or underwear, whatever you want to call it, panties. It looks like a nappy. With, but well, so it's I mean... it's this big like fishnet underwear and then they give you like a huge, huge pad to go in and it's super thick and super big and I'd put that in. But I remember even walking to the toilet like I'd need your help and you'd have yeah. to like take tiny, tiny steps to the bathroom yeah, and back you're again. you're so weak the yeah. after.
1: Um, You barely, you barely anything because you think i was just so exhausted when, yeah. like
0: emotionally and physically like it just drains you Like i yeah. just had no energy
1: so that's what i remember of the day after most more than anything just the paper and then looking after you make taking you everywhere. I, I really remember showering you over there um and we were supposed to leave on a friday but oh yeah we the psychologist came back we didn't take say much yeah uh,
0: how do you feel like yeah. a piece of shit? How do you think we feel? Okay, yeah. good. Was basically the conversation. Um,
1: and on the Friday, we were supposed to go out, but your blood pressure, everything was too low. Everything was too low, so they said, "No, we can't uh, make you go home."
0: But when was it? When we tried to leave and then I couldn't because I fainted. Was that on the Friday um, evening? Maybe.
1: Yeah, something like that. yeah. They said, oh, you're gonna you're gonna have to wait a bit." So we had some food
0: because, like, any time I stood up. Even if it was just to stand at the window, yeah. I feel like I was going to pass out. So I'd have to basically like run to the bed, even though I couldn't really walk and lay down that before That happened I even fell on over. a Saturday
1: a few times. We were supposed to leave in the morning and then we had to wait, I don't know what time. Uh, but yeah, I remember you were like, I need to be home to feel better. Like I want to go home. But every time you're trying, you're passing out. And I remember, like, I think it was a Saturday, you actually made it to the elevator. We made it down the stairs and you passed out in the stairs at the bottom.
0: That was the Friday because then we had to stay an extra day, and I was yeah, like, "No, I
1: don't whatever, want." To yeah. yeah, so you 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 tried to make it like, and you you fainted like halfway through. So we had to, I had to find like a doctor in the hospital and well, yeah, so nurse, and, and to go back home. because I just
0: wanted to go like the, I just wanted to go home. I didn't want to stay another night in that horrible hospital, like just being there with uh, the nurses and just all of it was awful. I just wanted to leave. So I was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm going. I'm going." So my parents came to pick me up or well, pick us up um in their car that they'd hired and um yeah made it all the way to the elevator made it in the elevator and down and it was in the elevator do you know how it kind of like plays with your stomach a little bit with like the motion of it stepped out and I was like in the elevator I was actually was leaning on you Hmm. I was leaning on Jeremy's shoulder and I was like this is horrendous I just feel so awful stepped out and I was like I just need to sit down for a minute. And then mum goes into panic mode because <laughs> she was worried about me. And I was like, I'm just going to lay on the floor. So literally, like, in the middle of the hospital, there's people, like, coming in and out and things. I just lay on the floor just to feel better. I'm like, I'm, just feel- I'm fine. I just need to lay down and feel a little bit better, and then we can go home. <laughs> and then somebody came, and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just laying down a minute. And she's like, so you're not okay? And I was like, I'll be fine. In- just let me lay down one minute. Okay, Got a wheelchair. Got me back in the elevator, back upstairs, and back into the bed that was still bloody and disgusting. And they said, "Okay, you need to change the bed sheets." She's back again. She can't go home. And they were like, "Yeah." And they are. said to us, "You can stay another night if you want to." And I was like, "I don't want to stay another night." And you and mum were both like, "Rosie, you need to stay another night because we're too worried about you. You don't want to go home and then have problems."
1: Well, you couldn't anyway, to be honest. I, mean. <laughs> I would have, I would
0: have climbed out the window. I just wanted to get home. Anyway, had to stay in the night. And I remember hating you my mum for that. I was like, "Fuck you guys! I just want to go home. I don't want to be here." And you were like, "Hate me all you want. You stay in." <laughs> yeah,
1: you would have not gone anywhere anyway. So
0: I had to stay in the night, which was awful again. Yeah,
1: um, and
0: uh, and then the next day we I made
1: like, it. Well, I, was, I don't even know how we made it because you know, we like, didn't
0: go in the elevator we were practicing as well we were practicing in the morning i was like i'm gonna i'm going to walk to the bathroom yeah it honestly was like a psychological thing it was
1: like it's just in your head i mean rosie's head is just the most powerful thing and she she had to convince her body that she was gonna make it
0: i was literally so literally you know how hospitals are like the bedroom the toilet is literally like two feet away i'd be like i am going to go and brush my teeth i am strong i'm going to go and brush my teeth i have to stand up Jeremy, don't come near me. I am fine. I am strong. I can do this. I'd walk there. Midway through, brush my teeth. Jeremy, I'm gonna pass out. Jeremy, Jeremy, you have to come and like save yeah. me. And oh, it was just. Anyways, then Saturday morning, we walked around our ward, around the. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, I can do this. We're going home today. We need to do it. So ended up taking the stairs instead i was like i'm not going in the elevator because that's what three were, like, last the fourth time. <laughs> so we yeah so i had to <laughs> go through down every single step one by one while like mom and dad are like oh, is she okay and you were like holding my hand the whole time and i was like i'm getting out of this damn hospital i just need to go home um got home and i just went straight to bed and cried
1: yeah so we went back to our apartment um and we said to everyone to my parents and all parents i just come back tomorrow we need to be on our own right now uh, we just we literally barely slept for like three days and we were drained, you know. So we just
0: like we were physically and emotionally just drained yeah, of everything. So
1: we just passed out, to be honest. Slept uh, and cried and to slept to and, say, and cried. Yeah. Um, and that's what we did for a few days. Um, but I had to organize the funeral. Because um, so basically, what happened was the hospital was going to do an autopsy uh, on the body we signed for that uh, so they could um, find out more about the disease and also we agreed that they could use the body for science purposes to did we to agree learn on more. that i didn't
0: yeah. know if we did
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah i remember that was an option but i don't remember oh yeah yeah so oh d- good on us.
1: okay so they, uh, un- they didn't tell us what they did like they probably took some share, stuff like that but yeah basically like we d- because the disease was so rare, you know, like such like a random thing that we saw, well, if, if I can help at least, you know, like someone else. Mm. A couple later or whatever. Um, so I went to the funeral home house business.
0: Didn't you go to like three?
1: Um, No, I went to the first one in, in, in Tretz. I called oh. a few when the first one were in, in the village we were living with my parents. My, God, my mom was there. And again, like, such a weird thing to ask, like, yeah, someone's dead and, like, you know, like, pe- people die, but when you tell people that you had a baby and he died, like, the look on people's face is just, you know, like, it's all said, Oh, I'm sorry for your loss, That's bullshit, I mean, whatever, like, I, I was sick of hearing that. I didn't, I, I, I remember, I never replied, I didn't know what the fuck I'm supposed to say, thank you, like, we, I don't know, like i don't really care sorry um yeah um so we spent a while here over there planning the things and now like, you're too weak to come so i had to go on my own and i had to like so we had
0: to pick out an urn. yeah so we, like...
1: we agreed that we were gonna cremate the body because we didn't want to bury him anywhere because we just don't know a thing whatever don't matter so i had to uh yeah pick up and urn so I remember she had a book and I had to choose I was like honestly oh, I, I don't fucking give a damn I think like, you sent
0: me photos or something or
1: maybe and it was like you know
0: you like which one I was like white a whatever
1: shit. like <laughs> you wanna was a bird um dove. yeah a dove or a teddy bear stuff like that I don't see just and I had to choose a coffin as well because even if you cremate a body they put the body did in, you choose the coffin yeah so they put the body in a coffin and then they burn everything and then they put the ashes in and so i had to choose both I don't like, you we had to coffin. pay for both and and i was like I, I really remember saying like i was like why the fuck do you want because i mean oh hey it's expensive to bury someone how just much was it a just day say? oh
0: it was about a thousand wasn't it, it ta- the whole thing more than that for a funeral
1: yeah of a baby uh i was like honestly oh, like what the fuck do i give a crap about the fucking coffin it's gonna be burned anyway like how we thought is that I remember in my head saying like, why do you need one anyway? I, well,
0: they're not just going to put him on I I don't
1: know, paper. in a box, I don't know, I mean, I was like, God, what the f... Box. No, I was like, what the fuck? the point is that? Like, I really didn't get it, honestly. Um, whatever, just to, like, everything I was, uh, but the
0: thing is, we were angry as well, we were just Yeah, like, I was world, like, 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 that was,
1: like, the thing that I could not care about, it. So, yeah. thanks, my mom was here, took care of all that, signed the paper. Um, well, that's the
0: thing, because, like, my parents were there looking after me. And we'd never organised a funeral before. (laughs) And I think your mum has done that before. So your mum was like taking charge and doing things. I think you just went and signed papers and Um, I was just in bed.
1: (laughs) So yeah. And so because the hospital had to do some uh, autopsy and everything. They they had to talk back and forth. And we had to take an appointment to the cremating. Crematorium. Yeah that. Uh, So we had whatever. Eventually we had the appointment for the Wednesday after. So literally a week after the abortion on the 10th of may that was going to be the the funeral um we didn't tell anyone about it um i remember i didn't want to have anyone there friends or whatever no we, we told
0: ta- i told my friends
1: yeah but we didn't um, yeah i didn't tell i told my it. friends but
0: i didn't invite them
1: yeah because i remember yeah.
0: a couple of years later my friend i'm always like i didn't know what, i didn't know how to come on and i was like no i didn't want you there like i didn't invite my brothers I told them when it was happening, but I didn't say to them to come. I didn't want—I didn't want anyone there. Yeah. I wanted us we and our parents thing, so. and your auntie and uncle. Yeah.
1: Um, so I mean, the week—the week leading to that—I mean, was just sheer. I mean, I can't even remember to be honest. The whole thing is big blur right now because that was just like we using the pressure of like a month of stress and and a day of nightmare, three days of nightmare, stuff like that. So the week after was just like, okay, I to take out this paper. But he was just like...
0: Can I tell you weird things, though? So, like, like I said with my miscarriage, when you go to the toilet after a miscarriage, you think, oh, that would have been my baby. Like, going to the toilet after an abortion mm. and seeing the blood all the time. Crying everything. Every time I went to the toilet, I would cry. I remember showering. And obviously, I had, like... Um, Plasters on my back from where the epidural had been, and plasters on my stomach from where the injections had been. And I remember any time I was
1: like, yeah, lots
0: of reminders. So I'd go to the toilet, I'd go to the shower. I'd have to have Jeremy there, like sat watching me. Like physically, I was fine; I was strong enough. But I was like, you just need to be there in case I break down. And I would shower, and I would just cry and sob and sob and sob because I would just look down and see like a hole in my stomach, or like a, or I'd have a bruise on my back, or I'd have like my hand was bruised and my arm was bruised from where they put the the cannula things yeah. in and it was just like constant reminders well,
1: something that i remember as well was um uh, <laughs> about your your boobs like started to
0: oh milk. yeah oh so yeah so when when <laughs> we, we didn't expect that yeah the whole thing so this actually happened straight after the abortion oh yeah because i remember so the first day we tried to leave i remember michelle was there actually um and i sat on the bed In, like, a dressing gown thing. I remember blood was everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, Michelle's gonna see me with blood everywhere. And you were like, he doesn't give a shit. And I remember being like, no, I don't want him to see me like this. For some reason, I cared. But I remember leaving the hospital. So I had on, like, a dressing gown, a nightie, sorry, like, down to my knees or whatever, jogging bottoms, trainers, and then a hoodie on the top. And I remember leaving, my boobs were leaking that much that it went through my sports bra, my top, and then my hoodie as well. So walking out, I had, like, just wet nipples. (laughs) And Jeremy was like, people can see it. And I was like, I literally could give less of a fuck. Hmm. As if I give a shit about what anyone thinks about my leaky boobs. I've just killed my baby. Like, give me a break. But we didn't
1: expect that. I mean, you say that when we're going out. But we didn't expect that. No, I wasn't expecting that. So when it, well, it we happened, we're ha- like, yeah. fuck, like,
0: yeah, so my, like have to ask. So my boobs were big anyway, because I was pregnant. But then, obviously, because I'd given birth, my body was expecting to feed. So they were rock hard. They were huge. And they were obviously producing milk for a baby to feed Mm -hmm. and that was yeah that was pretty hard because they were leaking all the time um so i remember you had to go and buy some like bra pads for me so you had to go down like the baby aisle of the supermarket which again is such a huge trigger for someone who's just had an abortion um and buy those for me because i like had no idea And that happened for like four weeks i think i was like full on like
1: we we asked them like how long is gonna last and they were like yeah a little bit and it was way longer than it well was like four
0: weeks of like actual, and then also you hear things like, "Oh, you should, you know, if you start expressing the milk, and then it'll close sooner." Then other people say, "Don't do anything, because then it'll otherwise it'll provoke more milk." And it was just like, "I have no idea what to do yeah. with this." Like, just constantly all the time having wet t-shirts and wet brows, yeah. and
1: yeah, something I remember.
0: My boobs were ro- like rocks, weren't they? Do you remember? Yeah. So so hard and so big. They remember first something like, you didn't expect
1: yeah the, the leaking um yeah so
0: can i i remember actually went for a walk remember we went for a walk after a couple of days with my parents and your parents no. so we um there's like this little walk we used to do it take us maybe half an hour we decided to do it and
1: you're so weak Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: we got halfway around and I was just like, I can't, do it. Jeremy, like, this is too much, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was like two days after having this, like, given birth, we decided to go for a walk. I couldn't do it and then we had to try and call your parents and they couldn't find us because we were, like, in the field somewhere. Mm. And it was just, <laughs> I remember you being like, Rosie, you can't walk, you need to come and fucking get us. And they were like, we can't find where you are. And we ended up walking home, like, it took us ages to walk home. And then a couple of days later, we did the same walk with my mum and dad. And they were so worried. They was like, Rosie, you can't do this. You gave birth like four days ago. I was like, well, I just need to get back to normal. I need to get back to normal. Because I remember both of us wanted me to get back to normal. Mm. I remember you in particular were like, Rosie, you're strong enough. You can do this. Like, don't give up. Don't be a quitter. Don't, like, but in the best possible way, like not in a bad way. But you just wanted me back to normal so badly, didn't you? That you were like, do you remember that?
1: Mm, sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, and also, so after that, after this walk with my parents and your parents... I remember I can say this because they won't listen to this because they're French. I was so annoyed with them, and probably my parents as well, but especially your parents because they would talk about random shit, like about this TV show or about this celebrity or about the next door neighbor's dog's best friend's cat's cousins, whatever, and like just just random shit. And I was just like, I literally could not give a fuck about whatever you're talking about. And they're trying to talk about like I think my parents probably did it as well, but like normal things. And I was like, Are you insane? We've just had an abortion anyone talk to me about is that really bad to say for me to say that
1: it's all right
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the way i felt but i felt like that about a lot of my like friends and family for a long time people talked to me about things and i was like how are you not talking about the abortion i've just
1: had yeah the whole thing in general uh was we really complicated because in this case uh you have people you have some people you know they just don't know how to deal with things like that um, so they just don't know what to say. So they just try to act as usual. Uh, and like, you know that they want to, but they don't dare doing it. So it's just like, really awkward. Uh, and then you have people that are just like numbing it, just ignoring it. So that's also weird because you know it. And and, and oh, I don't think many people actually like had the courage to actually ask us stuff about how it was or anything like that. Uh, but it's hard. I mean, it's, it's complicated. I, but don't I think as I well, know. like,
0: people react differently and also people want people to react differently. So, like, your parents talking about normal shit drove me insane. Mm. But then maybe that was good for you because it made you think about something else. Yeah. And then, like, my parents kind of numbed it a little bit almost pretending it didn't happen a little bit. But then they would talk about it. And even that. But then whenever anyone mentioned his name, I hated it. I was like, stop saying his name. I didn't say that to anyone. Mm. But I hated hearing anyone say his name. For yeah. about two, a year. A while, yeah. Uh, like a, yeah. yeah at least a year. I that. If anyone said something about Lewis, I'd be like, "Oh, inside I was like, fuck you, don't say his name. Hmm. That's my name. For him, you can't say his name.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, that was weird. Are we talking about the, um
1: Yeah. Um, so we're going
0: to talk about the funeral and then we'll carry yeah. on in the next episode. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so ab- about the funeral, do you want to talk about because you didn't say anything on a day, you wanted to say something.
0: Well, yeah, so at the funeral, so we had me and Jeremy, my mum and dad, his mum and dad, and his auntie and uncle, who, like no, I said... just my auntie. Was your uncle not there?
1: No, he didn't want to. He couldn't deal with it. So he stayed home.
0: Oh, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I thought they were both there. Yeah. Um, And like we said before, we were quite close to Jeremy's auntie and uncle, because they lived half an hour away. They were there for us a lot when we moved to France, and when we moved to the south of France, and, like... They helped us out loads. So we were pretty close with them and their kids, Jeremy's cousins. So, okay. So it was our parents, Jeremy's parents and his auntie. Mm. And I remember we got there and it was, um, like there was other funerals going on. So there's people outside and crowds and whatever. Everyone's there doing their own thing. And I remember thinking everyone was staring at me. Probably nobody was, but you, know, you just feel like everybody's staring at you and I was just crying and like, anyway, we had to wait in a. R- we had to wait outside yeah, for a bit. Yeah, we had to wait in a room. And then we had to wait the, in a room. And the guy
1: was like, what music do you want me to play?
0: Oh, yeah. I have like, you got a special
1: request. Uh, uh, something sad. First, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Two, I was like, I don't give a shit. I was like, none? I was like, no. He was like, no, I really recommend that. Because now I understand why he said that. Because otherwise, it would have been really weird. I mean, it's weird anyway. But at least he's kind of putting something in the air. Because, you know, everyone is silent. So at least you have a sound. Uh,
0: what did you say then? Just
1: No, I said, like, I don't care. He just whatever took charge. Yeah, uh, I'm glad he did. But... Yeah, again, that's one of the little things that you have no clue. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> right.
0: So, yeah, we waited out inside for a little bit, did that. And then when we eventually walked in.
1: We had a room for us.
0: Yeah, we had a small little room. And there was maybe like five or six rows either side. And this teeny tiny coffin at the front.
1: Yeah, white coffin. Was it white? Let me yeah.
0: Oh, see, I wish I'd taken a photo of it because I don't remember a yeah. particular Yeah, like a white I remember it had a white rose on it
1: yeah and he and had a plaque plaque with his name on and the a top his name and, and just one date um yeah date of birth and death yeah.
0: um yeah, but I remember walking in,
1: yeah, and you just collapsed
0: I just couldn't, I just couldn't deal with it, I just cried because it's it's weird like you take like these little steps like these little moments that really stand out, and that was one of them walking in there and just seeing this tiny coffin at the front and just crying and just sobbing, and I remember like I didn't want anyone else to go before me in front. But I also couldn't walk, like it's it was a weird thing. Um, and me and Jeremy were kind of at the front and just crying and looking at it and whatever and hugging each other. And then we started hugging each other's families and
1: yeah, we're all crying all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're all just there together, like hugging each other and like I was kind of mostly with my parents and you were mostly with your parents and your auntie was kind of towards the back a little bit. I remember. Mm. And then we kind of swapped and I was hugging your parents and you were hugging my parents and then I was like,
1: oh, I don't think anyone said a word sense just ends. Just oh, everyone was just There's nothing we can and, say, is yeah. there? No, but... Yeah. And everyone went... reached to the coffee. I remember. I
0: don't remember. don't
1: that. know if I anything in the but I remember everyone going around.
0: Um, and then, and yeah. then, because like I said, John, we said goodbye to Lewis when we held him, and I hadn't done it, and I wish I had. I wrote down a little uh, paragraph, let's say, of what I wanted to say to him. And... I'm glad I wrote it down because I think otherwise I wouldn't have remembered but also I wouldn't have known what to say because it was such a weird situation so I so I said to my mum okay I want to I want to speak to on my own I didn't want anyone there like I wanted Jeremy there but I didn't want anyone else there because I didn't want to be watched I didn't want to be judged I didn't want I just wanted to be like our private moment the three of us so I asked my parents and Jeremy's parents and yeah, to wanted to go to, outside yeah. I said just go outside I'll come back in a minute so they went outside and I said this little thing to him that just basically said that I love you and I miss you and I love being pregnant and I'm sorry and whatever else I said. I still love it. You've still got it, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was really hard. I remember it took me, it felt like forever yeah. to start. Like I, like we had a, a chair, so I sat down and I'd take a breath, I'd go, and then I wouldn't be able to say it. And then, I'd t- okay, okay, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it now, you just need to start. And then I'd go, And then I couldn't do it. Like, it just took me ages, didn't it? I don't know how long, but it felt like an eternity to start. And I said everything I wanted to say. And that was really, that was really healing for me to say goodbye to him properly and to say what I wanted to say and say that, like, I didn't want that to happen and I still wanted him to be alive and that, you know, just, I don't know. So that was that. And then they all came back in and they took the coffin away.
1: Yeah, and then the guy came and they had, like, a back door and and they took the coffin away and and that was it um yeah i remember the thing i mean i couldn't still see it yeah i can actually see exactly it. like the door sliding and because i thought that we were gonna see, i don't know um uh, i naively thought that we were gonna see the cremation mm. um i thought we were gonna see them putting the coffin on a machine and then i don't know so i was surprised i remember asking everyone, is that it uh, is that finished? i was that issue it. yeah yeah
0: did they like open curtains take them away and then close the curtains again? We were a bit like, oh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, like sliding, yeah. We didn't know if we had to wait or yeah. not. Yeah,
1: uh, like... and I was like, yeah, I see it. Well, okay. Um, and yeah, we went out and...
0: I remember we stepped outside and I was hugging my mum and dad afterwards and my mum said to me, like, I wish I could take away your pain. And that really stuck with me. She was like, I wish I could mm. do some, like, what could, like, there's nothing. Like, she would do anything to take that pain away from me, but there was nothing she could do. Yeah. I think that's the, that's something I found really hard as well with the whole thing, was upsetting other people. Like, I hated the fact that my mum and dad were so upset, and your parents as well, obviously, like my brothers, and I was just, and like my best friend, and other people, like, I just, I felt so sad that I was making other people so sad.
1: <laughs> when I didn't give a shit about <laughs> anyone in the fucking world, to be honest. Like, literally, not a fucking dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just felt guilty all the time that, like, I'd cause this much pain for people. Mm. So that was the um yeah. whole story up until the funeral. So that um, happened.
1: Yeah, so we'll we're going to record another one um uh, so next week uh, you'll have part 3 to know about the aftermath, what happened after that to recover and and, and everything. Um so yeah, um if you made it that far, thank you very really <laughs> much for listening. Uh, it means a lot to us. Um, if you did, you know, send us a message on Instagram uh, at uh, the podcast episode uh, account is at just interesting people. Otherwise, we have our personal accounts all listed there at Jeremy, i.e., Andre A N D R E underscore F R or Rosie Andre uh, R O S I E. A N D R E underscore com. Um, send us a message, honestly. See if you're whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, yeah, we hope that, you know, it was informative. Like this thing, no one talks about that. That's the reason we're doing it. Um, if you are in this situation, reach out. Uh, if you don't know how to deal with it, reach out. If we can help any way, uh, we'll be happy to and yeah otherwise um whatever (laughs) just yeah uh stay tuned for next week episode we'll we'll keep sharing the story about what happened because that's not the end took a while to get back on our feet so yeah stay tuned for that
0: yeah so next episode is going to be a lot about the healing the recovery what happened going back to work um All that good stuff is to come because that's also super important because like I've said in the first episode we had friends who were pregnant at the same time my brother also was pregnant well my brother's wife was pregnant at the same time and relationships and how some relationships were better and worse and whatever else so we're going to talk about a lot of different things that again people don't talk about after an abortion it's not just one day and it's done it's like it affects your whole life and um yeah even (laughs) now it affects us obviously with the crying um so we're going to carry on with that next week like we said so make sure you stay tuned for that. You can subscribe or follow or whatever you do with podcasts to make sure that you're notified. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank it really, you for listening. it really does mean a lot to us because it's it's nice to tell our story for once and actually get it out there and have people yeah. listening. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week.
1: Yeah. Bye.